Something people love to do is underestimate. Now, I have no clue if they do it knowingly or unknowingly, but people have a terrible habit of doing this. Everything that holds immense power is very frequently underestimated or understated. Something like the power of decision-making. When you make a decision, it completely alters the way that life is. When you really make a decision, I'm not talking about some infant baby step, some half measure of saying, oh yeah, I'll maybe, I'll maybe do this, I'll maybe do that. I don't know. You see, it's so infirm that I stuttered because it was so non-committal and indecisive. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about when you really put your foot down and you say, no more of this. You draw a line in the sand that if you cross that line, you're going to be shot at by troopers. Like, it is a genuine line in the sand that exists. That is extremely powerful, but nobody seems to want to acknowledge it. Another thing, belief. Belief is extremely important. It is echoed a lot that it is very important, that it's very significant, that it holds a lot of power. But it's so oversaturated to the point where it has become cliche. And when anything becomes cliche, repeating it becomes redundant and it loses a lot of its power. It loses a lot of its conviction. Nobody wants to believe something that's been echoed so much that it's almost childish and it doesn't even seem profound to say. When something loses its profundity, A lot of people think that it loses its validity. Just because something is said so much doesn't mean that it's unimportant or untrue. But it is what happens a lot. A lot of the most simple lessons in life that has been constantly parroted, the things that have been constantly parroted, echoed to you, repeated incessantly throughout your life, you're going to realize at a later age, oh shit, that was right. But I did not give it enough consideration because of the fact that it was so oversaturated. But something that I was talking about right now, belief, it's extremely powerful. Belief is going to dictate the way that you live your life in ways that are subtle and in ways that are extremely blatant. You have something as, it sounds very superstitious to say this, and people do not like superstition they think that it's logically you know fallible it's not always true it could very often be untrue be illogical not be something reliable to say but superstition can dictate your life and if you believe you can't do something that will make it so that you can't do it there is going to be something that ticks in your subconscious mind that makes you not exert yourself 100 it makes you sabotage yourself without even knowing because of the fact that you believe that you can't do it. Now look at another reason that is more obvious, that is more upfront, that is a lot harder to refute. Somebody like a liberal, they're not going to want to say certain words. And when they hear certain words, certain no-no words, because of their liberal beliefs being so deeply ingrained into their mind, they are going to physically cringe. They are going to flinch upon hearing certain words. Now if you break that word down scientifically, It is nothing but a vibration. It is a sound. It it is sound waves traveling in the air. And there is nothing inherently different about those sound waves from like a no-no word and a non-no-no word. You could have a yes-yes word and a no-no word. Absolutely no difference sound wave-wise 
but it produces a physical response upon hearing it in the liberal individual because of the fact that their belief is so strong that they assign a heaviness to that word that makes them react physically. So you have something that is so strong in the mental realm that it produces a physical response. It produces a response in the physical realm. Somebody like a religious person or something like placebo, but a religious person, right? If they truly have faith, unshaken faith, they are not going to allow themselves to do certain things like eat certain foods. If they sin or if they go against their religion in some way, they're going to be profoundly affected in a way that people without those beliefs would be completely unaffected. There will be literal physical consequences. These people feel the urge to cry, overwhelming physical energy. They feel physical responses to mental stimuli, to things that come only as a result of being felt mentally or emotionally or through the mind and the belief. This should illustrate to you that belief has a very, very big power that people love to underestimate. Another thing, placebo. Placebo, You give somebody a sugar pill and you tell them that it's ecstasy, they're going to start dancing in a silent room, make an absolute fool of themselves because they think they've been given molly. That was a smarty. That was a sweet tart. You look like an idiot, but your belief made it real. Something about your brain, I don't know how placebo works, I'm no neuroscientist, but it must produce some sort of chemical effect because your belief is so strong. And if it produces zero chemical effect, it still dictates your behavior because of your belief. Now the next thing and the last thing that I'm going to talk about when it comes to underestimation that is really just a huge disservice to a lot of these concepts. People underestimate time. They believe certain periods of time to be insignificant when they absolutely are not. Your life can change in a moment. There is a moment that can have a profound lasting effect on you even though it only took 12 seconds. People do not realize that days are not insignificant units of time. They are very significant. People can build huge things in a day. One day has a huge amount of power and people don't even realize this could be broken down further. The day that you start to do something, let's, let's stay on the day for a minute. The day that you start to do something, you start a streak. You can only continue stacking that with days. Once you continue building those days, you're going to have a streak that is going to provide a sense of urgency that keeps you accountable, that allows you to be consistent in keeping up a very healthy habit for yourself. You think a day is unimportant? Tell that to somebody in Alcoholics Anonymous. Tell that to somebody recovering that just got through their third day. Hell, tell that to somebody that just got done with their first day. Tell them that a day is an insignificant amount of time. You think the first day that you quit cold turkey is fucking easy? That shit is ridiculous. 
It is absolutely ridiculous. I have no clue what it feels like, but I know damn well that it is much harder to not do something for a day than it is to do something for a day. If you have a goal to do something once a day, it is ridiculously easy. You could wake up, get that thing over with, boom. You can't just wake up and get the day over with. You can't just wake up and go, okay, yeah, let's waste these 24 hours and let's get rid of these withdrawal symptoms. You wanna run daily, I run daily, right? I run daily. You just gotta boom, take out eight minutes of your day, 10 minutes of your day, hell, 15 if you're running really slow. You could do it first thing in the morning and you're done with it. Not doing something for an entire day, I know this because of fasting, I know this because of trying to quit certain sweets, trying to quit certain foods, trying to quit certain bad habits. Getting something over with is super easy. Somebody that has to not do something for a whole 24 hours, very, very difficult. Very, very difficult. Break it down further and you see that something like hours, minutes, they can hold an immense amount of power that people do not immediately see. People do not realize that minutes and hours hold a very significant amount of time. One moment. All right, I'm back. People do not realize that things such as hours and just a couple minutes can be extremely powerful. You could play a chess match the final match of a tournament in a blitz one. Everybody has three minutes. Both players have three minutes. Within six minutes, you earn yourself a trophy that provides infinite joy for yourself. Think about something else. Let's think about it more day to day because you can make the argument that that was something that you spent your entire life preparing for you have to factor in the entirety of the tournament. You have to factor in all of the preparation time. That makes sense. But think about three minutes in the context of one day, completely detached from everything else in your life. Let's look at this day isolated, completely detached from any other part of your life. Within three minutes, you can change your life irreversibly. You can change your day irreversibly. You can wake up in the morning within three minutes, frame your day, tell yourself exactly what you're going to do that day in order to accurately be able to refer to that day as successful. Tell yourself what you define as success for that day. You can do that for what, 30 seconds? Say you're religious, you could say a prayer. You already start the day on a very positive note as a religious person saying a prayer. If you're somebody that's more spiritual, somebody that's more secular, You could do some affirmations. You could just do some basic framing. You could just do some planning for the day. You wake up in the morning. You could spend three minutes stretching. You could do some breath work for the first three minutes of your day. You could lay down on the floor and do yoga nidra. You can do whatever within those three minutes. And boom, you already started your day by building a huge amount of positive forward uh, momentum that you can now utilize to be successful and to find fulfillment. You could wake up in the morning And within the first three minutes of your day, drink some water. Now you're hydrated. First three minutes of the day, you can make, well, you can go outside and you can get some sun. 
you start your day with the number one most effective transdermal medication. This is the most effective transdermal enhancer of life. The sun, sunlight. You start your day, you could have a tablespoon of raw honey. Ridiculous amount of health benefits. You could take some supplements. Start your day, you wake up, you could call your grandma. Talk to your grandma for a little bit. That'll make your day and that'll make her day. You already made two people's days in three minutes. Within five minutes, let's up it to five. Within five minutes, let's say you're already showered. Within five minutes, you can get dressed and you can brush your teeth. You've already completely gotten ready post-shower. Depending on how much hair you have and how intricate of an outfit you're putting on, of course. If you're putting on like an entire suit and you have a lion's mane, okay, sure. But five minutes is a ridiculously fruitful amount of time if you know how to utilize it correctly. 30 minutes, up into 30 minutes, up into 15 minutes. 15 minutes you could study a foreign language. You could do that shit every day. Guarantee you by the end of a couple years you will be fluent. By the end of one year, you could be fluent if you use those 15 minutes very, very wisely. Hell, it could take you months just knowing what to do. 15 minutes playing an instrument a day. All of those things should illustrate to you the unseen significance and the unacknowledged significance of time. Minutes, hours, days, weeks. One good week really could be all it takes for you to do something. I'm about to have a book done in a week. Subtle plug. That wasn't even my intention. I just realized a week. In a week, I'm going to have a book done and released. If this book were to do well, if I actually do well with marketing and I write this book and it comes out very, very well and I can market it well, I could potentially establish a financial standing within seven days. Within seven days, you could build a habit. You could start a streak. Within seven days, you could start a sort of program for yourself, a seven-step program where every single day you do a different thing. You could do a lot of things in a small amount of time. And another thing that I want to illustrate with this just real quick before I end this episode is that understanding the significance of time, even small moments allows you to understand how to right a serious wrong in the philosophy of daily routines that a lot of people have. A lot of people think of the day as very wrong because they do not see the significance and also because they believe that a day can be ruined. There's no such thing as a day being ruined, especially not within the first half of the day. If you are in the final seven minutes of the day and something absolutely devastating happens, okay, yeah, sure. But just because you haven't been productive, just because you overslept, slept through your alarm, just because something happened in the morning doesn't mean that your day is ruined. That is a very defeatist idea. Understanding the significance of time, understanding how little it truly takes to turn your day around. You saw how much you could get done in three minutes. You have 20 periods of three minutes in an hour. You can get so much done in an hour. You can decide that your day is going in a way that is dissatisfactory at six o'clock PM, right? 1800. Go outside, get some sunlight, water your plants, put your feet in the grass, have a cup of coffee, 
Call up a family member or a friend you haven't spoken to in a while. Read a little bit. Do some stretching. Write down some things you want to get done. You probably still have some time. Listen to your favorite song. Do all of those things and I guarantee you, you will create a very thorough understanding of the unseen power of the hour. The unseen power of time, of smaller units of time. How monumentally important and life-changing they can be. You can create a volta for your day. A turnaround point. That allows you to see. Now I no longer have to be absolutely crumbled. By the incorrect idea. That days can be ruined. Because even at nine at night. You can decide to change the rest of your day. You still have what? Three, four hours. You have a couple hours left in the day. You can do something to absolutely turn it around and make it one of the most beautiful days you had in a while with just three or four hours to spare. Hell, you could make it so that your day, the way that you end this one, sets up for the next one. And you don't even have to extract the essence out of every single minute to do so. You just go, oh, at nine? Okay, you know what I'm going to do to turn this day around? I'm going to make it so that it does the ultimate alley-oop, the ultimate lob to the next day. It is the perfect setup for success for tomorrow because I'm going to go to sleep. I'm going to get some really good sleep. I'm going to drink some chamomile tea. I'm going to do some stretching. I'm going to say a prayer. I'm going to do my affirmations. I'm going to do whatever I do, my meditation. I don't want this to be a religious message. This could be secular. Whatever your faith is, you can do something before bed that sets you up for tomorrow to be the perfect day. And then you understand just how much of life is underestimated and understated so often.